Welcome to another episode of Real Talk with your boy CNJ. <laughs> Man, somebody else just called like a random number. I don't, I don't, I don't even know. This is Man. <laughs> <laughs> nah, you good. But All right. My first question is, um, I'm paraphrasing just a little bit. Uh, so when he went to the schoolhouse with his his mother, he had an incident with his, his sister. Was that over volleyball or basketball? Because I think it's somewhere in that area. I think it was volleyball, right? He had a he had a situation with, and his his I'm whole not, family went up there, right? Mm-hmm. I'm not sure what sporting event it was. I do know his sister played basketball. I'm not sure if she plays any other sport. But what, what happened think. was. I yeah, think somebody okay. called called his sister out of her name, and they said something to the mother. And uh, Ja came up there, said something to the person, and then you know, everything kind of de-escalated, and they went their separate ways. So it really ain't much to that story, but something did pop off. But apparently, if it was at a it was at a public area at a school cameras would be out rolling if something really bad happened so evidently nothing serious happened if you know nothing was recorded right mm-hmm. my second question is how do you feel about the suspension that Ja got and do you think that Ja deserved that I think first you know I really wasn't sure how long the suspension was going to be. And I think the Memphis Grizzlies organization jumped the gun and they took matters in their own hands before the league stepped in and came up with their own conclusion. So I'm, I'm glad the, the suspension wasn't longer than we thought it would, would be originally, you know, so, but I, I think he did deserve a suspension, you know, because he is a, a young emerging superstar and a lot of kids follow him and, and look up to him and his actions, you know, he needed to be held accountable for. It. So I think the eight games were suitable for his actions. Okay. So as my take on it, I, I feel the exact same. I feel like he deserved that what he got. But and the only reason I, I, I say that is because it the video with him with the gun flashing the gun. I feel like if he didn't flash that video, that they have nothing against him to even suspend him, you know, because everything else has been speculation. I agree with you on that. So uh, my perspective is, do you think that his father is being a great father or is telling John like, hey, look, man, you need to chill out or you think he just there for the ride? I think it's I think it's both. I really do. I think Ja Dad T Morant is is uh doing the best he kid can. You know, he uh been a been a, a good example. He raised his son to a great athlete and I think that he has spoke to him about certain things. And I think once you get to a certain age and once you get to a certain a certain status, 
a parent can only tell, you know, their children so much, you know. So I think I think it's both, you know. He's been a good a good father. And I also think he's been talking to Ja. But I, I didn't I don't think Ja, you know, really really listened because he didn't think he was doing nothing out of line. Right. And see, with me, like I said, you know, we had talked about him. I feel like his team should have said, he should have somebody in his team telling him, like, hey, man, you, you messing up. You need to chill out, you know. And to me, you know, I've always, I'm going to always have a team that, yeah, they my boys or I may be the breadwinner, but guess what? They can say this to me and I ain't going to take it no type of way because I know they got my best interests. You know what I'm saying? And we can't mess this up because look where we come from. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So that that was my whole perspective. So do you think he need to switch up his team? Some of the players that some of the some of the players on his team? Not his original team, mm-hmm. not Memphis. I'm just talking about his team as his group. His his entourage. His entourage. You think you think he need to you feel what I'm saying? Like I think you know up? what? Honestly, I, I do think so. I do think so, man, because you got one one close homeboy. I don't know if they're related by blood, but he got there's one one homeboy. I don't know if there's many others, but I do think that you know he do. Job Morant need to fall back from them because obviously they don't have his best interests. They don't know really really calm him down and bring him back to reality because job Morant is a superstar. He is the bread winner. Once you jeopardize, jeopardize that like job Morant image is kind of tainted right now. You know, your team should have been in place to get you back in order. They failed to do that. Now you got to change. He right. has to. Right. So I know you feel some type of way about the incident with Shannon Sharp and him hating and all that. Do you think that's personal? One hundred percent, I think it's personal. Since day one, Shannon Sharp hasn't said anything positive about the Memphis Grizzlies. John Morant and Dylan Brooks, but I have listened to a few takes of Shannon Sharp just because I disagree. And I think what he's saying is personal. It doesn't mean that he's not right. He's 100% right about what he's saying, but it's the tone that he's delivering and saying about job that makes the difference. Cause if you compare the message of what Shannon Sharp says about job, compare that to what Jalen Green I'm sorry, Jalen Rose, it's two different messages. And then there's one that's kind of like, it's kind of like, uh, I don't know, man. It's just, it just sounds like it's personal, man. I, I just, everything Shannon Sharp say, like, I seen the clip today, you know, Shannon Sharp and Skip Bayless talking about the Clippers and Grizz game. I know we're going to get to that later, but I'm like, <laughs> We had like four or five players out, and all they could say is, you know, just talking down on the Grizzlies. Like we didn't have these players out. Like we had our full starters in. 
Like it's, it's great that Westbrook had a great game and Covington had a great game, but they were playing against like three rookies. Of course, you're going to give the edge to the veterans. There's no excuse, but it's just their rhetoric, man. It's it's just it's just coming off as hate right now. I don't get it. Yeah, you already know how I feel about them Lakers, man. You know what I mean? I ain't even going to touch on them, but you already know how I feel about them. But yep. I, with that being said, I think I, I don't, I don't, I look at Shannon Sharp, but to me personally, I, I try not to listen to none of that stuff because we watch the games. You watch every Memphis game. You as a true Memphis Grizzly fan. No so doubt. That's why I had to bring you on here to talk about this because. A lot of people don't watch Memphis. They just go by what they see on TV. You know what I'm saying? And what people saying, commentators and, and all these people that's talking about, these podcasters that's talking about stuff that they 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 just going by or they reading what we reading. You know what I'm saying? They not they don't watch every game. You know what I'm saying? Unless they cover Memphis. They don't they don't they don't know everything. You watch every Memphis Grizzly game if you yeah. can. If I can, man, I've been a I've been a fan since like 05, 06. <laughs> like I'm probably I'm probably the I was probably the only Grizzly fan in the whole state of South Carolina, man. It's crazy. And you've been rocking with him for almost 20 years. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's, Die hard that's fan. crazy. Die hard that's fan. Crazy. So my thing is with the Jai, what if you had any words to say to him, what would you say to him right now? That's a good question. <laughs> I just say, man. I I will tell him, continue to be him, but just know, when you give people a reason to talk, you giving them every right to drag your name in the dirt. You don't want to give them a reason to do that, so you just got to move smarter. Absolutely. And make sure you come you 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 hanging around the same people. I mean, you're right, you you hanging with the the people that you need to be hanging with that that got good intentions on you. They want to see you win and not not there for the wrong reasons. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Because people people always say that little saying, "Leave them streets in the streets, dog." You feel me? Absolutely. You feel me? Yup. When you don't made it to that level, man, stop. You know, stop trying to be street. Not saying you're not street. You can you can be hood, but you don't have to be street. You know what I'm saying? Like UD said, he said, once you being in the streets is different than being in the hood or keeping the hood in. You can be still hood, but you can't be street and hood. You know, at the same time. See, UD, he he hit it right on the nail, and it validates what Dylan Brooks said: <laughs> the only veteran. That's suited for that team is a player like Udonis Haslam. <laughs> I mean, it just validate what Dylan Brooks said. You know, yeah. A, 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 a player like Melo, a player like Cousins, they're not there to help out players like Kenny Lofton Jr., Xavier Tillman. They trying to play. They trying to win another reign. They ain't yeah. trying to help. They ain't trying to come off that bench, man. That, and that's a major difference. That's a difference, man. Yeah, that's the, but a lot of people 
don't have the experience, you know, went through some of the stuff that you deal been through. And yep. you know, as a basketball player, he he known what he known for, you know what I'm saying? And, but U D op man, you people just say, Oh, he's just a player that don't play. Like U D work hard. Like he does every he does everything. Like he's well respect. He said now I didn't even know that until I watched the interview. He said he didn't know, like he said people the young, a lot of the young cats now, he'll say something to him like, hey, young fella, don't be missing them shots. And he said, like, it'll start a conversation now. They calling him or they 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 stand in contact with him and asking him for advice and all that. That's what you need around the league. If you had a bunch of UDs, we wouldn't be having all that stuff. You know what I mean? The incident, I know this kind of, it's getting it's on topic, but it's getting off topic a little bit. Mm-hmm. The last, you know, the situation last year with Miami, Jimmy getting into it with the coach and UD can't, they don't have that in, you know, they don't have that on nobody else's team. How many players going to stand up to Jimmy? You know what I'm saying? That's in the league. If that would have happened on, a lot of people say LeBron the GOAT, which that's no argument. And some mm-hmm. people, you know, but you think LeBron going to stand up to UD? You know what I mean? Look, listen, the last time. Real. The last time a player got out of line or got got out of character on the Miami Heat, he got shipped to another team. Deadman. Remember what Deadman did? Yeah. He threw his mouthpiece or whatever. He got out of character. And then he threw his mouthpiece and then he cussed at the coach. At, you, you know. They at, got him at, out of that there. Sport and they got him out of there. Jimmy, it was different because Jimmy, their best player, their star player, but he didn't go to the – he, yeah, it was terrible to me. But like they say, that happened all the time in Miami Heat, bro. They handled – that's how they operate. That's like a normal day with them arguing. Not to that extent with the coach, but amongst each other they do. So – but Jai got a bunch of young players around him. He don't have a lot of veterans. You know what I'm saying? So he – I'm not making no excuse for him, but I feel like if he have somebody – some older like UD – in his locker room. I think Sam, you know, Abram, I'm Adams, I think he, he try, you know what I mean? But he ain't no UD. Man, like, <laughs> there's, there's enough veterans there, man. And I think this situation was blown out of proportion. Of course, it was, you know, it's a, it's a big deal that it happened, but I think it was blown out of proportion. But, you know, Stephen Adams, the report came out that he had a team meeting and he didn't listen, you know, that happened, but I don't think it was no no love lost, man. Like Jai know Steve Adam is like the big bro. And then you got Dylan Brooks. And then you got Tyce Jones. You know, so those those three veterans right there, man. People yeah, can say man. people can say what they want about Dylan Brooks. But if you've been following NBA NBA news, Dylan, while John Morant was suspended, Dylan Brooks was was really was really talking that talk, and I and I think one of the reasons he was he was talking like that was to kind of take the pressure off of Ja. You know, because I because I follow NBA Twitter, I'm on YouTube. A lot of stuff that Dylan Brooks was saying got a lot got under a lot of fan skin and players, and I. I think it worked. I really did. <laughs> mm-hmm. What about you? Uh, see, the UD thing, I think that would have been a plus for Ja. 
But what about, you know, uh, I know how you felt. You know, me and you had a disagreement with, not no big disagreement, but with the, the jersey exchange between Dylan and Dylan Brooks and, and Kyrie. Me personally, I didn't feel no type of way. Because I really did, they, you know, I didn't know. I didn't watch the game, so I didn't know that Kyrie was yapping to Dylan. I didn't know that or yapping at them. I didn't know that until you told me. Mm-hmm. But I still, the way it looked, he seen it, but I don't, I really think he was, like, on, like, I'm trying to get the job. You know what I mean? I really do, or he was trying to get to everybody else, give him a little dap and whatever. Like you said, he, he, it'll be a next time. <laughs> Man, I think I think what what Kyrie said was cap. I didn't believe it, you know. <laughs> and I'm big on energy. I'm big on body language. I know when somebody just ain't got the time for you. You know what I mean? Because once the jerseys exchange, like I don't know if Dylan Brooks was like said, "Hey, let me get your jersey during the game or before the game," but I do know. You know, the, the Mavericks play the Grizzlies four times, right? So I think, like, Dylan Brooks missed the first two matchups or whatever. So the third matchup, Kyrie and Luka didn't play. Dylan Brooks said some marks, remarks about Kyrie and, and Luka not playing, right? So the fourth matchup came. Dylan Brooks was doing more talking. He was like, now I, I get to, you know, play. Kyrie, I want to see how he played, you know. So they finally matched up, and during the game, Kyrie was was calling his defense stupid. He was he was talking during the game in that first half. Kyrie was cooking him. He was really cooking him, and then in that third quarter, he uh tweaked his ankle. You know, he kind of got banged up with Dylan Brooks because because of a, a Mavericks player. And he kind of got banged up his ankle, and that kind of slowed him down. And um, <laughs> that second, that second half of the game, man, whenever DB was guarding Kyrie, <laughs> DB put new clamps on him, man. You know, cut his water off. And, <laughs> and after the game, when they exchanged their jerseys, it just I I I peeped the energy, man. Kyrie didn't didn't even want to give him a jersey, man. I I just feel like Kyrie really don't. Really don't like him. Really don't respect him. And he did it just because it was on it was on camera. But when DB took his jersey out after they exchange, and Dylan Brooks took his jersey off, he looked down. And Kyrie was already on to the next. His next, you know, saying focus. Dylan Brooks just walked off. And then I also heard that you know Dylan Brooks take his jersey off after every game. So. It is what it is. I just see, think Kyrie was capped. That's why I ain't trying to – because I think that's exactly what I think. I think, like, people say that he take his jersey off just about mm-hmm. every game. Mm-hmm. So, Kyrie just, like, he taking his jersey off. This is what he always do. Yeah. So, I think Kyrie is – you say it's cap, but I really believe – because I think Kyrie ain't going to lie about it. So, if he didn't want to take it, Kyrie is very public. Like, he'll say, hey, man, I just didn't want the jersey. You know what I'm saying? He said he'll get it next time. That, that's acknowledging. At least he acknowledging, like, hey, look, I take it. Don't mean I have to, like, you know, like taking it. I take it the next time we meet. All right. So <laughs> here's the thing, man. This was their fourth and final matchup, right? 
So I'm listening. <laughs> me looking at the playoffs, and this was back then. I didn't think they would they wouldn't meet up again anyway. It ain't gonna be no meeting up again until the next season. I'm not saying that the Nuggets would would be an easy out for another playoff team. I'm not saying that they would meet the Grizzlies in the playoffs, but the that's the only possibility is if they they meet in the playoffs again. And I don't think that would happen. It, it wouldn't happen. So I just think that's that's just cap on Kyrie we have, man. I kind of I kind of look at Kyrie different. After that, up a jersey or something? Yeah, I do. I do, man. I do. <laughs> I look at him different, man. I, I, I can, you know, at the end of the day, you know, I always joke about it, but I, I can see your point of view, like, because at the end of the day, even if I don't rock with that person, you know me, I ain't going to take nothing from that person. But mm-hmm. if I gave you my jersey, it's only I, right. It's only right for me to take your jersey. Whether I keep it or not, mm-hmm. I'll take it. You see what I'm saying? That's that. You know, and, and what Dylan Brooks said after the game, during his post interview was, you know, he respect, respect Kyrie and he's a, he's a fan of Kyrie. And, um, I thought, I thought that that was respect, mm-hmm. but it's just after the interview, I didn't, I didn't, I, I didn't think that Kyrie showed that same respect back. He don't respect his game. You know, he just think that Kyrie's better than Dylan Brooks. And that's true. But I just like, hey, re- respect your respect your opponent's grind. If you see a if you see your opponent really giving it his all, and he's grinding out there, show him props. Like I, I see you out there. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you trying, but don't just act like he's beneath you because you got rings and and, and you got status. That's true, but man, like, show some respect. I get it. Because you know me, that's what I'm built on, respect. Mm-hmm. Disrespect. But me personally, I like Dylan Brooks, bro. I like that type of... That's what we grew up on. We ain't, yep. we ain't liking nobody. Facts. <laughs> you know, we ain't shaking hands. We shake hands at the beginning of the game. After that, it's nothing. Like, we, <laughs> like we ain't talking. We talking junk. Me personally, I don't talk junk unless somebody say something to me, but... You know, that's that's the that's the stuff that we grew up on. Everybody that grew up in our era, that's what they own. What yeah. Dylan Brooks is on. Man, Dream like that. Like I see yeah, the, exactly. But the difference is people don't understand, LT, that 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 time back then, some of these players can't play in that time because they whine too much, man. Mm-hmm. You can't touch them. You know what I'm saying? And 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 like people get on Ja. Oh, he's not gonna make it. Ja can play mm-hmm. in any era because his talent. But they said cause he, he's too athletic and he always falling. He hurt himself. But at the end of the day, man, the boy is an unbelievable talent. He can mm-hmm. play in any era. Ooh. But it I'm is what the, it is. I'm watching the game right now, man. Boston and in the yeah, books, they were getting punished when I was watching them. A hard, a hard hit to the face. Middleton is down. Blood is coming out his mouth. 
Very interesting. Yeah, they're getting punished right now. It's stuff like that. And some people got mad about um, the market smart. You know me, last year I got mad at Marcus Smart getting defensive player of the year. I don't disagree that he's not – He's. I just felt like last year he wasn't the best player, best defensive player of the year. I think that went to BAM. That's not me being biased. I just think that's what it was. You feel me? Man, I never, I never realized. <laughs> like, you know, certain fan bases are annoying, you know. We can call him out if we want to, but you can. You I listen. When it comes to like one of the most annoying fan bases, L.A. Mm-hmm. and Philly got one of the most annoying fan bases ever. Third most, it has to be the Celtics, man. Their fan base is insane too, bro. Because I had a, I said a comment like, you know, I didn't think Marcus Smart was. Defensive player of the year. I didn't think so. And when I say, man, I got, I got so much. I wouldn't say hate, but I got so much pushback on my opinion. It was just insane, bro. They came out of nowhere and they kept on coming, kept on coming at me, kept on coming at me. I was like, you ain't never heard of. Yeah, man. They was boy. They came nonstop, man. It was crazy. I'm like, yo, this this fan base is off the chain too. But people, see, that's the thing. I, I'm a Miami Heat fan. Everybody know that. You know, everybody know my favorite player, Iverson. I was a sixer because of Iverson, but I always been a Miami Heat fan. So people always say, Caleb, you got two. Listen, it don't matter if I got 19 teams I like. I like them. You don't have to like them, bro. Because people always clap. They always get mad because I have two teams. Okay, I, I like two players. I've always been an Iverson is my favorite player in every sport, in football and basketball. You know what I'm saying? And then Dwayne Wade. And then, you know, Cam and Lamar's. But that those, in, well, you know, in football it was Ray and Steve Smith. But, but all my players, bro. They they talk that talk and they back it up. You see what I'm saying? I don't I don't never like somebody that somebody else like. Every player that I like, somebody don't like them. <laughs> it's, right, it's ridiculous. And but I don't I don't I'm not gonna get into that LA thing because I well it's ridiculous. I will say this and then I'm a, I'm a we're gonna go to the other topic. All right, but. The LA thing, bro. They, I heard last night I was watching the game. They on shot four hundred. It was four hundred eleven going into last night, and then their opponents only had a hundred and ninety three free throws, bro. Yeah. I, I've seen that. It's insane, and, man. Everybody don't play them. They almost tripled or almost they doubled. They almost doubled their. That's crazy. Like they almost tripled the number of free throws, and all I hear is we're a great team, but we don't we don't get foul calls, bro. Y'all get all of them. <laughs> it's it's, it's insane, man. It, it's insane. it really is. Like, it it's is insane, man. man. And then like, when you say something about it, you get fired. <laughs> like I don't know, man. It's it's 
I'm not going to say the fan base is delusional, but it's like they just think that the, the fan base is, I mean, the, the Lakers squad is so perfect. They can't do no wrong. And I'm like, man, they are a flawed team. And it's obviously they shooting a lot of free throws compared to their opponents night in and night out, especially when they're at home. And they, just to and stay in they, games. Absolutely, man. It's crazy. It's crazy. Everybody keeps saying they're going to win the championship or they're going to make it to the playoffs and they're going to make noise. Bro, if they don't go to the free throw line as much as everybody, if they get equally as everybody, is everybody get equally foul calls? Mm-hmm. But you know what's going to happen if they do make it to the playoffs? Those foul calls ain't going to be there. <laughs> They're going to let you play more in the, in the playoffs. Absolutely. It's, so now it's, it's going to be your skill versus their skill, your talent on your roster versus their talent on their roster. It's going to be a more even playing field. The calls are going to be leveled out. If it's if it's even wopsided one game, if, like, let's say one game you get calls, just be prepared when that team playing at home. They gonna get the calls eventually. It's gonna balance out. So it's like at the end of the day, your game is who you are. Like hey, it ain't nothing gonna change, man. Like eventually, your opponent's gonna just expose who you truly are. Absolutely, absolutely. And that's and that's that. This next this next topic. Me and you are these fans, so I, I wanted to save this topic for you. So before we hit on that topic, do you think that Laker team is a championship team and your Grizzlies? All right. To answer your first question, I do not think they are a NBA Finals team. I do think they are a playoff team, though, because when you watch them play, they do play decent defense and their offense is also decent. I just think they just get too much calls. But if you take that if you if you take that out of the out of the equation, you know, it uh you'll kind of see how flawed they are. Right. But I do think they are a playoff team. But not a NBA finals team. Definitely not. All right, your Memphis Grizzlies. Man, after after first after after doing a lot of a lot of research and hearing a lot of people's opinion, they got what it takes. They really, really do got what it takes. But the question is, are they mentally mature to get on that level? Mind you, they are the third youngest team in the NBA. Not using it as an excuse, but when you are second in the West right now, it it comes with a lot of expectations. Um, I'm gonna go out on a limb because you know me, man. I I I normally don't give my my squad too much confidence. I'm gonna say they are. They're gonna what? Make it to the make it to the finals? Say what absolutely, you mean now. Absolutely, absolutely. I think that that squad, that current squad, <clears throat> if if healthy, if healthy. With Kennard. With Kennard. Mm-hmm. And I think that Luke Kennard trade is the best trade during 
in the NBA. That was the best acquisition. But Steve Adams got to come back. Everybody got to remain healthy. For the, I mean, but you can use that narrative on every team. If every team stay healthy, they got a shot. You know what I mean? But this this team right here, as you see, you they, they play as a team. So you got to have all the pieces for them to kind of gel. You need Desmond Bain, Jaron Jackson, you know, Tyus Jones. If one of those guys are out, like, you don't got Brandon, Brandon Clark. He was athletic, you know, and he was that defensive anchor behind Jaron Jackson at times. You take that away. Who else going to pick up that slack? Right. You take Jaron Jackson off this team, they 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 not winning most of these games. In that game last night against the Clippers, Westbrook, they said that Tyron Lue ran like the play, like the same play, seven times in a row. They just said they had John to pick and roll, and. <laughs> Westbrook just went to the paint at will because they didn't have that defense anchor, Jaron Jackson or Steven Adams back there to stop Westbrook from going in the paint. But Jaron Jackson, I do think he's the defensive player of the year as well. Like, you Absolutely. will see a difference. You definitely see a difference. I agree with you on that one. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is the topic. Well, first I'm gonna speak on real quickly about my team, and then we're gonna mm-hmm. go to the other topic. Then we're gonna end. But this, I I have to say this. I know the way my team playing right now, but I'm telling you, I got this crazy faith, and I said it earlier in the first episode. I think that I got this crazy faith that my team is just gonna turn that switch on. When the playoffs start, they not scared of no team. They can play with any team now. We bigger. We're better defensively. I'm talking about Miami Heat. I know people don't agree with me. Oh, they terrible. They just, I'm telling you. People don't realize we're not scared of Boston. We're not scared of the Sixers. We're not scared of Giannis them, even though I think Giannis them is the best team in the NBA. That's just my opinion. But, no, I think Denver is the best team in the NBA. But I think Mm -hmm. Giannis them – not far off, you know what I mean? But a lot of people ain't Denver believers. That's my sleeper. So even though they the number one team and I still got to put them as a sleeper, that's crazy to me that people think that they're no good. But it's just a, you know, this a fluke season. Like, come on, bro. Like, but Man, like, you know, it's crazy. Playing, playing teams like the Raptors and playing teams like the Knicks, those teams are playoff teams, man. You know, and I'm not sure if how difficult y'all uh, schedule is towards the end of the season. Man, it's been difficult the whole season. Yeah. Bro. I'm telling you, we ain't had no easy games. Our mm-hmm. first 30 games was some of the best teams in the NBA. Like, <laughs> and it's just crazy to me that some of these teams, they get the easier schedules at the end, and we've been basically fighting all That's year. That's true. That's true. You know what I mean? That's true, man. You're right. That's why I'm I'm ready for this playoffs to start. So now it's zero zero. And See, like, not to cut you off, but like, you would rather want to see your team play these difficult teams now, so you can kind of get an understanding of where they at come playoff time. 
you know, compared to a to your team who ain't really playing, they playing lesser talent, and you you think they balling, they clicking on all cylinders, but they ain't they ain't really playing the competition that's gonna really really show what they really about. Miami playing these difficult games and stuff like that, and in my you you know. Jimmy Butler ain't playing no back-to-backs at the end of the season. They are saving him for the playoffs. Like, they ready for the playoffs right now. So, you can't really take much from these games right now because this season is over with, man. They just coasting right now. I'll tell you, but as soon as that playoffs start, I'm like, man, I ain't know Miami was as good. And and see, you watch every Memphis game. I'm pretty sure every team, every fan, or every person that's out there that – watches their team they watch just about every game just like we do i watch every miami heat game i can tell you that this team ain't playing they ain't turning it on all the way yet they took they turning it on some games to show you mm-hmm. but they haven't turned it on every game i'm telling you wait till this playoff man i'm trying we hopefully we get past this darn play-in but if we mm-hmm. do man we just gotta take care of business in the play-in play mm-hmm. boston or philly in the first round and do what we gotta do man but yeah, this that's... last topic we're gonna we ain't gonna stay on this too long yeah, but this last topic, you a boxing fan. I'm a boxing fan. I really wanted to talk about the Spence and uh, Crawford, man. Mm-hmm. Before we get out here, so no my doubt. question is, do you think that we're gonna see this fight this year? It listen, listen, man. I gotta see it to believe it. I gotta see it to believe it, man. You know because um, there's reports coming out. That you know, there's you know talks, and uh, I just I gotta see it to believe it. But I'm ready, man. It's say June really... 17th now. Yep. But you know they said a date last year too. So yeah, so there's a report six hours ago that said Earl Spence versus Terrence Crawford Kung Kung. Track talks have reportedly now restarted with both sides. Hopefully, that the fight can be finalized. However, it's claimed Spence first Thurman is tentatively scheduled for June 17th as backup. So, if if you know Spence and Crawford don't fight, Spence got that that backup plan right in his pocket with Thurman. So, <laughs> you know, hopefully that's true, man. And, you know, they are. They are. So. My thing is, don't hold us off another year, man. Nah, man. Y'all we hold off another game. year. Y'all minds are just Terrence minds are go ahead and fight somebody else, Charlo, and then retire, man, because you ain't got nothing else to prove. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. just don't worry about the Spence fight. Everybody tired. Ain't nobody want to just see what we did with the Floyd you know what I mean? And Floyd and Pacquiao, nobody want to wait that long to see the two best fighters fight Facts. at that time. So, me personally, if they do fight, who you got winning, man? Listen, <laughs> I do think the, the fight is a 50-50 fight, but, you know, I'm a bud. I'm team bud all the way, man. There you I'm go. Crawford, you know, I ain't switching up. I ain't, I'm not, I'm not doing none of that, man. But it's, it's definitely going to be a tough fight. Tough fight, man. For it's it's definitely, a, for both, it's definitely a 50-50. Me, my perspective is, uh, the reason I think Terrence is going to win 
is because not because of I just think Terrence is gonna figure Earl out because Earl don't do a lot of special things. So I think he gonna fill it, he gonna fill him out, man, and this is gonna be all she wrote in them last few rounds. I, I don't see it going the whole twelve, but if it do, I think Terrence will be on figuring them out by that time. But if not, you know, Earl could knock Terrence out. We ain't never seen Terrence get knocked out. You know, so we ain't never we ain't never seen that. So we ain't never seen Earl get knocked out. So nope. somebody will. I'm gonna go on the limb and say somebody gonna get knocked out. And I think <laughs> it's gonna be the boy EJ, you know, but it could be T. Crawford, but I just don't think that's gonna happen, man. I mm-hmm. think I think Crawford been wanting this for three, four years now, and I think it's just gonna be I think it's going to be a tough fight for Earl, and I think it's going to be a tough fight for Terrence, but I think Terrence, with him being the more skilled fighter, I think he's going to figure it out and come away with the victory somehow. Mm-hmm. Facts, man. You know, uh, age is not a problem for Crawford. I heard, you know, somebody say now, like, you'll see fighters like Spence and, and uh, Terrence Crawford f- fight well until their late 30s. You know what I mean? Because it's not a lot of wear and tear on their bodies, you know. So, um, it's go time. I'm ready. I can't wait. It's going down. After that fight, the only fight I want Terrence to fight after that, just to shut him up, is to beat Jamel Charlo, man. Just beat him up, man. Shut him up. That way you're going to beat both of the homies. You know what I mean? You're going to beat Earl and you're going to beat Jamel. Now you can retire at 38. I mean, what, he 38 now? 36? No, no, no. Uh, Terrence got to be at least 35. I think, well, hold on. I think yeah, 30. <laughs> I know he over 30. He 30 something, bro. He thinks he's he like... close to 40. I think he's close to 40, bro. This, nah, may me, this may be me just preparing for the future, man. You know what I mean? Predicting his future numbers. You know what I mean? He's at least 35. But I know he's at least 35 and 0. So he can retire at 37 and 0, 38 and 0, however you want to yeah. yeah. He was born in 87, so he's 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 35. Yeah. <laughs> I ain't got nothing to do with his wins. <laughs> His wins, yeah, yeah. His his he he got thirty nine wins. I just told you I thought it was like thirty eight, thirty nine. I thought you were talking about his age. My bad. Oh no, I thought he win. That's yeah. what I'm saying. You know, he get it to forty, forty one. Yeah, Floyd was fifty. You don't have to fight nine more fights. Nah, just yeah. retired forty, forty one, oh, and oh, with thirty eight. Wait, hold on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, about thirty five, thirty six knockouts, bro. Come on, man. Mm-hmm. Like. <laughs> Hall of Famer. Hall of Famer off rip, and you beat Jamel and you beat you beat uh Earl. There's nothing else you can say, nothing else nobody in the world can say. But we had to see this fight this year, man. And man, I appreciate you coming on and talking. You know what yeah. I mean? You know what I mean? We're gonna wrap yes. it up because it's getting a little late, but and I see you over there yawning. So Nah nah. <laughs> hey man, I appreciate <laughs> you having me on, man. We definitely gotta do it again. Absolutely. There was another episode which I, you know, the boy Caleb man, the real top man, and and once again I appreciate you coming on LT man. It's been my bro for I think since two thousand what eight nine or something like that. Two thousand two thousand thirteen.
Unfortunately. Look, I'm, I'm looking, I'm adding years. <laughs> Since 13, you know. So we going on nine, ten years, man, in that strong homies, man. And this my brother again for life. So no doubt. You know, we tap in. We're gonna tap in again, you know, in another episode. So I appreciate you, boy. Stay safe. Yes, sir. I'll holler at you on the next one. All right, man. Peace. Peace. exciting already uh i just want to you know share with y'all a little bit of my my insights and what i'm thinking uh my predictions um my first round predictions and i think who's going to be playing in the second round against each other uh, first off i just want to do my little you know my my not well not critiquing but my little i guess how i analyze things and uh so i just want to go over a little bit of stats so i'm just about all the games and Say what I think the finals, you know, uh, series going to be um, predictions. Um, so we're going to start off with the Hawks and in, in Boston. I think, um, I really think that, you know, they Boston beat them by 13. But, you know, as I look, you know, they really didn't, they didn't shoot well. They shot five from 29 from the field. 17%, they're not going to shoot that again. they one of the highest-scoring teams in the NBA. Um, Boston can score as well. Um, they they shut them down to 38 points in the second half. They gave up 74 in the first half, so that really was a big difference. Um, if they could have played better in the first half, um, I think that would have been a, a, a closer game, um, and they would have made the Boston work for us. So I think game two, we'll see a better Hawk team. I think it'll be a better game. So, but I ultimately think Boston will win the series. Um, but don't be shocked if they make this a series a little longer than what we're expecting it to. So I think the final series, I think they at least go to game six, five or six. Um, Boston. Um, then the Nets is the Nets and the Sixes. I really don't like this series. Um, I think here uh, the Nets is. They're a great defensive team, um, but, you know, um, I think the 76ers are better. But like I've been saying all year, I don't think the 76ers is that great. I think they can be if they play like that, but I don't think they are going to play like that when they play better teams. Um, I mean, I know that yesterday, game two, and, and they played, like I said, they only scored, what, 90, 80, 80, 90-something points. It was 94 to 82, so – it was it was it wasn't a good of a game, man. It was boring watching them play. Um, I mean, the first game they shot pretty, you know, they shot really good, you know. Um, but I just think that you know that the first game they didn't get to go to to my boy um, Mikael Bridges, but. You know, I think he only had like three or four points in the second half, and I think that if they could have went to him more, I'm not saying the outcome would have been different because they got beat by 20, but it would have been better than what it was. I mean, he didn't go to him. He almost had 30 in the first half, and he didn't even – he only took a, a few shots in the second half. So, I mean, you got to find a way to get him the ball. And um, then I want to talk about the Lakers and Grizzlies. I'm not overreacting to this game. I think the Lakers played really good. 
Nobody in the world thought that Hachimura was going to shoot the way he did. And another thing I forgot to do is tell y'all what my prediction is for the Nets and the Sixers series. I think that the Sixers will beat them either 5-1, I mean 4-1 in five games, or they may slide and beat them in six. But I think it's going to be 4-1. And I think, you know, the Nets ain't going to be able to handle and beat, you know, um, and then the Lakers and Grizzlies, I know they won game one. Everybody reacting and saying it's going to be over in five and may sweep them. I'm not reacting. I think Grizzlies always lose game one majority of the time. So I think this core, they've been together for a little minute. You know, they got, they're going to they gonna come out. I know Ja might not play game two. And I, I really do think that I still got the, the Grizzlies to win in six. And I'm standing on that. Um, I know a lot of people think that they're going to win in six, the Lakers, but, and it could happen. You know, it could happen. It, you know, if the Lakers win game two, uh, it definitely could happen. But I think that uh, Grizzlies going to beat them in game two and, they, and, and possibly game three. And then the Lakers will win game four. And then Memphis will win five and six. Um but if they don't win six and they somehow somehow lose six, they'll beat them in game seven on their home floor. But that's my prediction. I think they're going to beat them in six. I got Memphis winning 4-2. Um, so I'm not overreacting like everybody else is. I mean, if you look at it, the game, I mean, it's, it's, it's almost even, man. You know, they, they really, they really... They really shot, you know, really good. You know, the Lakers shot really good, 53% from the field. I mean, the Grizzlies shot with 49% from the field. I think that's, that's you know, they. It's, I like the, that they let them play. They didn't call a lot of fouls in the game. They both shot 16%. I mean, six free, 16 free throws. You know, Grizzlies made 15. Lakers made 14. So, it's not really a difference in that. Um, so, they both shot well. You know, the Lakers really sometimes struggle at the line. They shot 88%, 87. I'm rounding it up, 88%. And uh, Grizzlies shot 94%. So that's just me rounding it up. Um, so I think I think the difference was was the rebounder. They out-rebounded by 11. They had a little bit more offensive rebounds and a little bit more, you know, second-chance points. And I think they beat them in transition. You know, every time they turned the ball over, they scored. They had the same amount of paint points with 56. So I I think that you know it's it just it was it was that was the reason why they won. Um, the turnovers. I think they had what 19, 20 turnovers or something like that. I think it was a a big amount of turnovers that the Grizzlies had. I can't remember. But they might have not had that many turnovers. But I think every time they did turn the ball over, um, the Lakers got out in the transition. And I think that was the difference. Then everybody is panicking about this game. And I, I watched the whole game. I watched the majority of these games, the first game. Um, I watched almost start to finish. So, I, I mean, I really dissected. I'm pretty sure people did too. But I, I, I really like dissecting. I think about, you know, what happened? What was the real difference? This game was close all the way to two minutes and something left in the game. And then that's when the Lakers went on that 15-0 run to end the game. 
So, I mean, I'm not overreacting. They just outperformed them. So, my prediction is Memphis 4-2. Um, now, the next game is the Clippers and the Suns. I think, um, to me, this series can go either way. Um, I will say um, that the Clippers, it was during their even. You know, they they everybody stepped up. You know, Kawhi had 38. Durant 27, Tony Craig at 22, Aiton 18 and 8, Devin Booker 26, Paul has 7, 11 and 10. So I mean, and then you know it it was it was just different. Um, they didn't shoot well. Um, from the from the three point line, I think the three point line was a little different. I think um four you know four different. I think. They they beat them a little bit. They hit a little bit more timely threes, and they they made more threes than that. And I think Westbrook, big ups to Westbrook, all that stuff he's been going through this year. Um, big ups to him. He didn't shoot well, but he stayed into the game and, and came up clutch for his team at the end. Made some big plays, made some hustle plays to get the to get the game settled in and and win the come up with a big offensive rebounds. I think came up with two of them at the end and one big one. And then he had the big block on Devin Book to win the game. So I think it, and then he hit two clutch free throws. You know, Russ, he's been missing a lot of free throws here lately with the Lakers and, and the Clippers. Like he, he just haven't been making them. He used to be a really good free throw shooter. So I don't know what's going on in that. And he used to shoot way better than what he's shooting now. So I don't know what's going on with his shooting, but I'm pretty sure he'll shoot way better than he did this time. He shot terrible. I think it was like three from 17, three from 18. But I think he would play better in game two. Um, and I think this is a must win for Phoenix. Um, I initially said that the Clippers would beat him. I can't, I can't predict if it's going to be six or seven because it's just up for grabs like that. Um, I, if they win game two, the Clippers – I think they would beat Phoenix in two uh, in six, but if they if they if they if Phoenix win, I think it goes seven. Um, this series can go anyway. I do think whoever wins this series is gonna be gonna be a long run in the playoffs. Um, it just it's, it's a lot, man, and 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 then the Warriors and the Kings. I'm gonna say that for the last talk. Um, now I'm going to talk about it now. Um, nah, because I want to talk about the Knicks. And, all right, the Knicks in, 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 in Cleveland, I think that was a, that's a really close series. The series can go either way as well. I picked Cleveland, um, in six, but I think Cleveland, if they don't win today, it's going to be seven games, um. Are they the best home team? You let and you lost. You one of the best home teams in in the league. Then you, you lose to the Knicks. They didn't really have a lot of scoring. Evan Mobley had a terrible game. Um, he had eight points, eleven rebounds. Um, Jared, Jared Allen got to play better. Donovan Mitchell really him and Garland they really carried the load. You know, um, and really nobody else step up, man. You know, Levert three points. Come on, man. Um, and then they had 14 turnovers. So, and then the Knicks, they shot, they didn't shoot really good. Neither team really shot great. But, you know, 
they both shot 40% from the field. So, I mean, 40-some percent. So, I think, you know, the difference in this game was was the points, the points in the paint. I think there was four difference, and they won by four. So, I think they just got a little bit more extra possessions. Um, it was just a close game to call. I mean, Cleveland missed six free throws. I mean, but Knicks missed four too. So, I mean, that's really not a difference to me. So, I just think the rebounding, they out, the Knicks out rebounded the team. That was the difference besides the, the points in the paints. I think they just got extra possessions. They got rebounds. They held them to one shot. Um, they out rebounding about 13. And them getting second chances, man. And then I think Cleveland was turning the ball over a lot that game. So the difference to me, the reason the Knicks won was out rebound. I don't know how they out rebound. With Knicks got two, they got two centers with Mitchell and uh, with Robinson and and Hierstein, or however you say his name. They both seven footers. So I mean, it's not really they too much bigger. But I, I thought that Cleveland would win the the rebounding tote, you know, the rebounding in this game. I thought they would be the bigger team, the more physical team. But this is a defensive team. This is both of these teams' defenses. You got two coaches that's defensive-minded. It's going to be a low-scoring series. I I think Cleveland's going to pull it out because I just – Donovan Mitchell, I trust him in the playoffs. Um, he's a performer. He had 38 the first game. I think he's going to get help the second game, and I think they're going to tie the series up in game two. But I think the series can – depending on what happened tonight, I think it goes seven. I got Cleveland at seven. Um, but don't sleep on the Knicks. They can win, too. This series is up for grabs. I just think Cleveland can win um, because it's different. But Jalen Brunson, if he continue to play the way he played and they let it be close and he take over and he don't get in foul trouble because he got in foul trouble last game. If he stay in the whole game, he could be in trouble. And the Knicks can win in six um, on their home floor. So... In the next game, I want to talk about I want to talk about the, the Warriors and, and the Kings. Um, I think that game is the best series, um, one of the best series because everybody's sleeping on the Kings. Um, but you keep sleeping on these Kings, man. I've been telling people all year, as well as one of my homeboys, like. They've been talking about the Kings, that they're going to be on the up and up, and they've been doing it this year. I've been watching them all year. Man, this this this, this year, I'm telling you, don't be surprised if they beat Golden State, man. I'm not counting the champs out. I know they lost last night, so they down 2-0. Um, they can come back. You know, if anybody can do it, they can do it. Um, it's hard for me to pick this series, but if they don't win both games at home, this series may be over in six games, in five games. Um, but I think they're gonna win both at home. It's gonna kind of be like the 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 Minnesota and uh Memphis series last year. They both win at home, and you know whoever at home gonna win the series. I think that's how that series went last year. Everybody won on their home court, but I think Memphis end up beating Minnesota on their home court to win the series. But I think for them to win the series, they got to win one game and can't in the in the in Sacramento, and it's going to be very hard to do, as you can see. 
Um, but I ain't going to count the Warriors out. I think the Warriors, if they win these next two games, they could put pressure on the Young Kings team. They don't look experienced, inexperienced to me because they got a coach like Mike Bryan, a championship coach, you know, won three championships. So I, I like it. Um, so if the things can get real interesting in that series, but I think the Kings can win in six if they can take one of the games at home to put pressure on Golden State. But if Golden State win both, I think the series going to go all with seven games, and I think the Kings can pull it out in seven. Um, but the first game, man, it was even just about everything. A lot of players stepped up. Um, it, was, it was just a great game, man, great team. Basketball, man, playing great, playing hard. De'Aaron Fox is a monster. Him and Malik Monk, man, they just – they took over, man, and it's just it's 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 crazy how good those two those two are, you know, going to Kentucky, playing at Kentucky together, man, and 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 seeing them do it on the on the on the biggest level, man, and in the big times, is is really good, man. I like seeing that, and they doing something special up there in Kings, man, in Sacramento, man. So so I'm I'm proud of that. But if they do lose, man, I know they're going to fight like a mug. But I don't think so. I think this team is – they grounded, man. I think this is going to be a good team. And then um, the 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 next game um, I want to talk about is the Nuggets and the, the T-Wolves. I think the T-Wolves is – they a big team. But I think they just ain't going to have enough – I think Denver is too too much for them. I mean, they, Denver defense only gave up 80 points, man. The lowest in the whole playoffs in the first game. 80 points. And they beat them at 29. And I don't even think the starters played 30 minutes. I think a few of them maybe hit 30. But I think all of them played 20 or less. You know, and Joe got fouled out. That's crazy. But, but I think this series, it may be competitive. But I think... The Nuggets gonna beat them in five, man. If it, if we get to if, if they if they win tonight or Wednesday or whenever they play again, I think it's Wednesday. Um, they may they may they may make it you know at least a four two, but I think I think the Nuggets is just too much. They get their team too deep. I just think they ain't gonna have enough scoring to stop them. They they got too much for them, and I think it's gonna probably be in five or six games, and that series is gonna be over, man. But the last game that I want to talk about is my Heat versus the Bucks. Um, I think Miami did a really, really, really great job. That first game, we really shot good, and I thought that's what I've been talking about all year. I know y'all been tired of me saying that, that I got this crazy feeling that when the playoffs start, Miami is going to is going to start hitting those jumpers, and we're going to be playing better, and our defense is better than it was last year, even though statistically it, it's not saying that because they say we was number nine to finish the season, and I don't, you know, we was number three and four before All-Star break. All-Star break, we started playing, like, really bad defense, man, giving up a lot of points, so I can see why it went back up to nine, but we stayed in the top ten. Um we played really good defense the first game, even though we gave up 117. They was in some tough shots, man. They the champs. You know, they champions. That's a championship team. Uh, so they know they keep fighting. They're going to hit big shots. They're going to militant went crazy, you know, at 33. 
Um, I think they're going to come out this second game and play really good, man. And, I, and we got to be ready for it as in Miami. But Jimmy Buckets, man, is, is – come on, man. They need to give his flowers, man. You know, a lot of people don't think he's top five. I do. And I know people say I'm biased. No, I really – I watch Jimmy every – I watch every Miami Heat game, man. If I can and if it's available for me to watch, I watch every single Miami Heat game. I watch Jimmy. I've been man. Jimmy been playing ever since All Star. He's been playing. Oh man, he just turning nine. He's been playing like this since All Star break. He's been averaging 26, 27, 28 points since All Star break. And I think the last six, seven games was averaging 30 something. So he's been playing like this. He's been activated at Jimmy mode or Jimmy playoff Jimmy or whatever. He's been doing that since play uh, All Star at the All Star break. Bam, really to me is the key to us winning this series. Now that Tyler Hero has, you know, broke two fingers in his shooting hand and going to be out of four to six weeks, I think Bam's going to have to step up. Kyle Larry, you're going to have to earn your money in this series. You're going to have to step up. Just everybody's going to have to step up. Um, I think I think with this series, it's going to come down to it's going to come down to who who's going to win this game. It's, it's going to come down who won it more. Because neither team scared each other. We don't scare. We don't fear about uh, the Bucks. They don't fear us. Um, it's gonna come down to who can make big shots, timely shots, who can get more stops. Because um, they both two defensive teams. Um, got two championship-minded coaches. It's gonna be a chess match, and I think Miami can pull it off. I really do. If we definitely win Game Two, we may win this in five. You know what I'm saying? And um, well, we may win it in six, but I think the Bucks will win game. They'll win. They'll win game four, or they'll win one game in Miami, and then we'll beat them in six on our court. But it's a must-win for the Bucks to me. Um, I'm not overreacting because Tyler Hero, if Tyler Hero wasn't hurt, I definitely say we'd beat them in five if we get game two. Um, and two years ago. They swept us, you know, and then I think in 2020, the year that Lakers won the championship, we went all the way to the finals. I think we beat them 4-1. Um, so we never had to get our get back from that that 4-0 sweep that they got us, and now we finally get a chance to beat them again. So at the end of the day, like I tell people, they type of who you want to dodge, we ain't ducking nobody, man. You know, um, we not scared of none of these teams. We felt like we should have beat Boston. Tyler Hero was out most of that series. And the Sixers, everybody, I'm so tired of everybody saying, you know, we played a hurting beat. Somebody's going to say something, whether it's good or bad. I want I to play all those teams this year. I want to, you know, I want to, you know, once we handle the, the Bucks, I'm not, it's not going to be easy. It's going to be one of the hardest series in this whole entire playoffs because I think this team can really win the championship, this, this Bucks team, if Giannis is healthy. If Giannis don't play game two, I think he is playing. But if he's not Giannis, it's going to be very tough for them to beat us. Um, so, but I think Giannis is going to go crazy. I think it's going to be a crazy atmosphere. And I think I as long as we keep it close, Jimmy can take over at the end and, and make it still game two. But that boys, they're going to come out shooting, man. They're going to come out unbelievable and play championship basketball. I know the Bucks. We've been playing them. You know, we play them every year. Season series two and two, so it's gonna be a real tough series for us. But I really think um, we got a good shot of winning this series. If we get past this team, 
I didn't want to see this team. I'm gonna be honest, I didn't want to see this team to the third round. I really wanted Philly in the first round. Um I really did. I wanted I wanted Philly in the first round just so I can kill that narrative that the only reason we beat them was because of Embiid was injured. You tripping, man. Like I felt like Miami do a really good job with Philly every year. Like Bam does a good job on him. We make him work for everything. He don't just I don't even think he scored thirty points on us in two years that we don't play them. Every time we play them. And you can quote, I think that's I think that's a, a that's great. Like he scored thirty on everybody or more. But I think Miami always had him at least I think he got twenty seven last time. He almost got thirty. But we still beat him, you know, and we blew him out. And I think people saying, Oh well that's just regular season, they weren't playing hard. Listen, every time we beat a team like that or we do something, it's always nobody's playing hard. It's okay. When we do it in the playoffs, we get if we I think we're gonna beat the the Bucks. I don't know why I think I think that we're gonna beat them. I really do. Now that we don't took one on their home court, if we go home and handle our business at home court and win both of those, we have a really good shot of beating them in six. Um, depending on what happened Wednesday. We win game two with Mike and you know, beat them in five. But I'm gonna say six. Miami and six, but you know if we if we come out playing that that not playing defense, man, we just gonna go out with seven and the Bucks making get us in seven. But I really think we can beat them in six, um, five at the least at the at, at us at me reaching a little bit five, but I wanting you know wanted the series get over. But I think we can beat them in six. Um, that's realistic to me. And um, well, everybody got to step up. You know, we got, we got to step up as a team. We got to play better defense. Got to rebound, continue to rebound the ball and, and play together. And I think we can handle this team. And Boston, we got some get back with them. Um, um, so we really going to have to play the winner between, I think, the Sixers and Boston anyway, if they both win the series. Um, that's what I'm assuming. No, no, no. Next, we have to play the winner of the Knicks and uh, Cleveland. And then we had to see the one between Boston and the Sixers. My idea this year was us playing all three good teams, the Sixers, Boston, and and Milwaukee. But I didn't want to see Milwaukee until I wanted to go through them to go to the championship. Um, But hopefully Philly handle their business or Boston, they don't matter. Uh, We got to handle our business first, and then we play the winner. And uh, I think we can beat Cleveland or the Knicks, and then I think we can – we can, we can, we need to get our get back on either team. So I'm ready, you know, for this and see how it play out. This is gonna be interesting. It's gonna be a very exciting first round, man, and I and I'm excited. And uh, we're gonna see what's gonna happen. Uh, but tune in to the next episode, man. It was good talking with y'all for a little bit, and uh, I get back with y'all about how I feel about the rest of the playoffs and round twos or. I may make another episode on how the series is. If they all go six or more, I may come back and talk again. But appreciate y'all. Good talk. want to show a little bit of my thoughts or share a little bit of my thoughts um 
first off, I want to say, you know, um, congratulations to all the teams that made it. Um, and I want to give a special shout-out to my Heat. You know, um, I said this. said they would play way better. I feel like we, you know, um, we played Miami Heat basketball the whole playoffs. Y'all to see what we can do. Um, so right now we just got to win three more games and as we took game one. So we, uh, we just got to play three more, win three more and we'll see what happens. You know, it's, I feel like it, it's our year, you know, um, and we, we're going to see what's happening. Um, but I'm going to talk about game one of the Lakers series, uh, in Denver, um, the Western Conference Finals, uh, two great teams. I feel like in the first two rounds of Lakers, um, they dealt with, you know, injuries and um, with Memphis and, you know, those they were the bigger teams, you know, um, and now they're going against Denver, which is the best team in the league to me. Um, they've been consistently the best team all year. Um, if you take that run away that uh, the Bucks went on early in the year, uh, late in the year, that I think 17, 18 game run, if you take that away, you know, uh, well, it might not have even been that much. It might have been like 11, 12, 13. Whatever the run, it was double digits. Whatever that run was, you take that away. And Denver, the best team in the, in the NBA. You know, they, they had their losses before the season ended. And, you know, everybody was panicking, saying this team was not like them. And I, and I have. I've been saying this the best team in the NBA all year. You know, um, I've been saying that all year, and I'm – I still think they're the best team. I got them picking. I got them over the Lakers. I don't really know what I want to – I'm going to say depends on how game two go. Um, if they get game two and they can still win in the Lakers, I got them at five. But if if um, if everybody went on their home court, I got them at seven um, or six. Um, I just can't call it right now, I think. Denver, whatever, how long the series going to be, they're the better team. They should win. they bigger. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm interested to see these these, these adjustments from both sides. Um, but the respect level that they're not getting, Miami, they disrespecting us real bad. A 3% chance to win the series against the Celtics. We're going to play this team. This our third time at three. And three out of four years, this is our third time playing them. So, I mean, you would think the chances is higher, but, you know, they everybody's saying Boston is, is unbelievable. I think their offense is great. I think offensively they got better. And I think defensively they not as good as they were last year um, defensively. And it still took seven games to beat us, um, as in Miami. Um, so, I think, you know, we 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 gonna play with vengeance. We we on a revenge against them, and I think um, the way Jimmy came out in Game One, I think uh, we're gonna see that Jimmy the rest of the series. I think um, we we got an opportunity to to get to the championship, and we got a chance to um, finish the job that we didn't get to finish last year. So. This is our revenge thing, and I think, like they said, this is personal. You know, we lost this team that beat us last year, this team that stopped us from going to the championship. So, um, 
I think we're going to get it done this year. Um, I think we definitely going to go to the championship. I think we're going to beat Boston. I don't know how many games. It's just hard to tell. Um, I think if Boston don't win game two, we might beat them in five. Um, but I think ultimately it'll be, I mean, these teams know each other so well, man. So I think it'll be six, seven games. But um, ultimately, um, my my final picks, I, I got Miami and Denver in the championship. Um, I want both teams to win the championship because I like both teams. Um, I want Denver to stop getting disrespected. And I've been saying this since the bubble. And then, you know, I want Miami, I want Jimmy to get one. So, um, of course, I, you know, I'm going to go side with Miami, of course. But I wouldn't be mad if Denver won it. But, uh, you know, I think it's time for Jimmy to, to go ahead and win one, man. You know, um, solidify his legacy, man. And he playing too great, man. And he worked too hard not to get one, man. And they don't, they don't make it, oh, well, he deserved. It's a lot of players that work hard, but Jimmy, you know, had a tough road to get here, man. And I just, hopefully this year we can get it done, man. You know. And then uh, my thoughts on the Denver series, you know, all I hear is even after them winning, after Denver beating the Lakers, they still not giving Denver a chance. A lot of people still not saying Denver they believe Denver. They still not that good. They shot their best ball. But they didn't play any defense in that second half. They gave up 72 points in that second half. If they would have played any defense, that game wouldn't even been close. Um, they know that. Um, the Lakers, they don't shoot that well every game. They shot 46%. I mean, 45 46% from the three-point line. They don't shoot like that. That's not going to happen the whole series, man. So, um, we're going to see, man. We're going to see if Denver can put that pressure on them. We're going to see if Denver can, um, you know, take care of home, home court. And, uh, see, see what, we we'll see what happens, man. You know, I, I try not to talk no junk. Try not to do anything. I just want to, I just want to enjoy this, this playoffs, man. And, uh, be a fan like I've always been, you know, for all these years. And just enjoy this. But this year, I really want to see. You know what's gonna happen. You know the refs won't let these guys sell it, or they gonna interfere. You know, and 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 determine who gonna win games and make it to the championship. Let these let these let these players, you know, battle it out and make the best teams win. You know, um, but you know, what's y'all thoughts, man? Who y'all got? Um, In the Western Conference, you know, who you think going to be in the championship? You know, you think, you know, what's your predictions? You know, what you what you think going to happen? You know, um, with me, I say uh, Jimmy, Jimmy is, see, I, I with me, I got different thoughts with Jimmy because Jimmy been playing like this, you know, since he's came there. But, he don't play like this every game in the regular season. So that's why a lot of people sleep on Jimmy. But Jimmy's been doing this since he's been in a Miami Heat uniform. He's been doing it majority of his career, except not on the offensive end. And that's why people don't respect him. They respect how hard he played. And they 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 think Jimmy Buckets, they just think that's a somebody just gave it to him. 
No, bro, he really can play like that. But he just, he want to win. Jimmy's all about winning. He don't care about statistics. He don't care about none of that. So me, I, I, I'm just a big fan of Jimmy. I rock with him. I'm glad he came to Miami. Um, I wish he would have came way he played. We definitely would have been in the championship. You know what I mean? But I know Joel Embiid is sick right now. You know, um, that they let that go. You know, they chose Tobias Harris over Jimmy. You know, I'm happy. So, I'm happy they did as we got a chance to get them. And uh, I know a lot of people still, even after game one, they still don't they still don't see us winning this series. So, 97, 96% Celtics is going to win. So, we're going to see what happened, man. You know, Miami like being the underdog. So, we're going to see what happened. Um, I'm excited. Um, I'm glad we took game one. I'm glad Denver won. Now, you know, um, let's let's try to get game two and uh, really put the pressure on Boston. And Denver need to win game two to put the pressure on the on, on the Lakers to go back and win games, um, win at home and protect their home court. I'm going to say this: that uh, I'm they keep saying they're going to play better. I think they when they saying that, I think they saying that they're going to play better on the defensive end. The Lakers didn't play terrible, man. They they scored a hundred what twenty twenty six points. You know, it was one thirty two, one twenty six. Like they didn't play terrible. They played a good game. Anthony had forty and ten. LeBron had twenty six and you know uh, almost a triple double. Like they scored sixty points. You know, Jamal Murray had thirty one. Joker had thirty four. You know, twenty one and went fourteen, thirteen like that. Two blocks. It's just, I mean, Joker been doing this all playoffs. So, you know, we're going to see, you know, if they the team that can stop him. I don't think so. I don't think nobody can stop the Joker. I don't. I think that, you know, they, they see the thing that I've been hearing, oh, well, they seen something in the fourth quarter. Yes, but I'm pretty sure Mike Malone seen it too. So he's going to adjust to what y'all Think y'all gonna stop? And I'm not. And I'm not saying it may work, but I just other teams don't tried it, and I just don't think it's gonna work. I think Denver is the better team. Ultimately, yes, the Lakers can win this series, no doubt. But I just think Denver is they locked in, man. They motivated to prove everybody wrong, just like Miami is. And I'm taking both of those, you know. Staying focused, hungry teams, man. I'm taking them both. Both underdogs. I'm taking them both. I feel like um, that level of doubt that they've been getting all year, and they still getting, even after they won one, game one, and they still getting it. So I think that's going to edge them over, even though they've been the best team in basketball all year, majority of the year. So I think Denver's going to edge. It's going to motivate them to, to beat the Lakers and get to the finals. If not, win it. But I really don't want to stay in here too long and talk about it. You know, when we get back on here, I'm going to try to talk um, from game to game and share my thoughts. You know, I'm going to talk and I'm going to try to, I'm going to, try to do little segments, you know. But we'll see, man. 
it's good to talk. Um, it's another episode of Real Talk with C and J, man. And um, see you on the next one.